And welcome back to The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. I am here with AIW owner, president, booker man, all things of that sort, Mr. John Thorne. Thorne, look at us. We did it. Two weeks in a row coming at you back to back weeks. We said we'd do it and we did. Yeah, I've even won a pre- uh, presidential election, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. President. Well, no, you're not the president of it's AIW. That's Matt Wadsworth, bro. Oh, you're okay. You're right. Yeah, Wadsworth is the president. You're the owner. What? Uh, I don't know. I gotta. I gotta come up with like a, you know, a a flowchart of uh, responsibilities and uh, titles. Maybe. Oh, I always forget that because Wadsworth. He's the historian as well, too. He knows. He Wadsworth knows it all. Hey, to you're, sorry, uh, EV, EVP of sound. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's got titles nowadays. Uh, so yeah, sorry about that, EVP. Mr. Wadsworth. Um, but yeah, we're back. Look at us, you know. Uh, we we promised the fans to be back. We're gonna try and be more on time with this, more timely manner, and uh, here we are, making good. Look and not o- not not only are we back, I did ahead of schedule produce some Patreon content as well. There were uh, two uploads to the AW Patreon uh, special podcast since uh, since we said that we would start it next week. I. Uh, busted out the equipment and uh, was able to uh, get I, I think I recorded three in total two have been uploaded so far <coughs> and then I did a special Q&A uh, for the Patreon that will be uploaded on Friday yeah and I mean those they sounded great the new equipment that you got uh, it sounded it sounded crisp everything was really you know it's it sounds fantastic so seems like it's pretty easy kind of just was, plug and play so yeah, I mean it's it's very similar to the stuff that we had before. It's just a little bit more updated, and then you know I, I ended up like I purchased like a bundle, so it came with different mics than we were using and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I just wanted to give it like a little dry test run, and I was I was really interested in doing it at the school because the school is like awful for content creation because you know obviously it's loud with the wrestling training going on and then it's also an active gym that just has like rap music or like you know like mid 90s like hardcore metal music blasting at all times you know what i mean <laughs> like you like you can go from like Snoop Dogg to Hate Breed like real quick. <laughs> Who do you like, think's on that playlist? Who's in charge of that over there? <laughs> I don't know. I, nobody knows. So it's just like but it's like never and like you know when we have seminars and stuff mm-hmm. like the you know the instructors I was like can we get that music turned down we're like no we can't I <laughs> wish <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even know where to go for that that's so uh, funny so I wanted to I wanted to do a test run and see like you know see how usable the audio is uh, with the new equipment you know recording stuff at the school because it's easy to just go up to school and grab a couple people and you know knock out like a 25 minute 30 minute special podcast so um that was my little test run i did it last uh thursday and uh you know you listened to it you said it you said it sounded pretty decent so yeah uh, you're the first you're, you're really the first feedback I'm, i'm getting i didn't ask anybody but um i guess maybe i should you know sound off let me know if uh you're on the $5 tier of the Patreon, what you thought of the new podcast and how they sounded. Well, I mean, I think with those dynamic mics, uh, you're only getting kind of what you talk right into it. You can hear some of that stuff in the background, but it's not like overwhelming. You hear it and you can tell they're at training. You can hear some of the bumps and stuff. You hear the guys in the background. But to me, it was never like overwhelming, like, fuck, what is this background noise? You know what I mean? Right, a little ambiance, maybe. Yeah, well, you could. That's what I'm saying. You can tell that a wrestling school, but it was never over the top. Where I was like, "Damn it, can we get turn that down?" But you can hear it, especially like every once in a while. There's a bump, somebody hitting the mat, yada yada, you know. But I thought it sounded good. Yeah, I, you know, I was just, I figured, you know, if we're gonna, you know, especially on Friday, we're gonna try to bust out a bunch of stuff. I know, you know, I might, <coughs> I might cut you loose with some, some of it uh, a little bit, uh, depending on how much time we have Friday. Uh, but I just wanted to get a little ahead of the game and start, you know, banking some of that content and, you know, getting people accustomed, you know, and subscribing back to the Patreon, letting them know that we're going to be having, you know, uh, a lot more stuff coming down the pipe here soon. Uh, not only podcasts, but, <coughs> you know, we're working on, you know, several different kind of uh, aspects of, of adding more stuff to that because, uh, you know, 
rightfully so, we did lose quite a bit of, of patrons over the last few months. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things that I think that we have to focus on and we have to build back up to where it was. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I'm committed to it. Uh, and I think now that we have kind of, you know, people like you on board and, you know, people are more aware of, you know, we want to produce this additional content. It'll be, uh, you know, it'll be in a lot more people's minds on a show day besides mine who's like, trying to focus on a zillion different things and i go oh fuck i've wanted to get patreon podcast too. take the podcast equipment out yeah right exactly yeah and i mean that's the thing too i, got, I gotta come up with something i know Derek, derek's got his director's chair i gotta come up with a little gimmick here for my for my background podcast you know for the podcast backstage stuff uh but that's definitely something we're gonna do sounding off with the sound man <laughs> sounding off with the sound sound man. off sound <laughs> off that is good because then you don't even really have to have a huge you know you can go anywhere with that uh, you so, just say, hey, sound off on this topic, uh, Arthur MacArthur, and, uh, you know, see what he, see how he feels about uh, donuts or something. <laughs> I, th- I think that's definitely the direction we're going to go on Friday. That's for sure. I'm writing that down. Um, I think that, you know, that's just what's interesting about the Patreon is, like, you know, so many diff- and so many people, you know, try to, you know, they can try to be a host. They can, you know, they can get different things out of you can have the same person be interviewed by, you know, five different people and you're going to get five completely different, you know, uh, podcasts and, you know, types of content. Sure. And another thing we said too, we kind of threw that out there to the wrestlers for, you know, putting out, uh, vignettes and, and promos and stuff. We, I've seen already a handful of promos from a lot of people. Uh, the, the bulking season promo was, you got a big, big pop from me on that one as a, uh, you know, a big office face, uh, office space fan. That, that was a good one for me to see them, you know, they're, they're going the rubber match now with nine to five and that, that callback to the office space scene with that song. And that was, that was very good. I, I liked that one a lot. Uh, Josh, yeah, Josh, Michael, Michael Bolton on it. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Oh, great. Uh, Josh Prohibition delivered a great promo, as always does. Uh, There was a lot. Uh, Mr. Barkley, Wes Barkley had a great promo. There's been a lot, and I I feel like we threw it out there to a lot of guys, and a lot of guys uh, made it happen. Yeah, and I think we'll probably see some more people drop some stuff this week as well. (coughs) So, you know, it's just kind of like we said last week, you know, trying to, you know, refocus on a lot of these things that have been, you know, kind of pushed to the wayside a little bit. Um, you know, it is, it, it is really getting down, you know, down to business. You know, we've had, uh, you know, uh, this is like our first, you know, full year, you know what I mean? Right back, you know, no interruptions again, uh, because of, for COVID. So, you know, I feel yeah. like, you know, we've, we've, we've gotten through those little, you know, those little checkpoints and those little, those little hurdles, um, you know, cause it was like, you know, the first you know 2021 it was like do a couple shows start stop be prepared to stop you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. uh we came out you know with a regular schedule for uh 2022 we came out guns and, blazing in 2022 <laughs> well that's because you know honestly it was like there was always that thought that like you know the train's gonna get der- derailed somewhere along the way so we right. might as well you know just just pump them out and uh you know, if uh, if it falls off, you know, it was like all about getting volume, you know what I mean? And stack, you know, it just because we had so much, you know, indecisiveness, uh, you know, through throughout the pandemic. And then, you know, knock on wood, like nothing got derailed. And, you know, we just ended up having a shit ton of shows. Yeah. Uh, I think, so, I mean, I think you kind of booked some of those, especially the bot shows in a way where it was like, well, if one of the, one or two of them falls through here or there, we'll still be able to be fine. The ship will be, you know, if you get a cancellation here or there because of COVID flare up or anything like that. But then they all just went off without a hitch. Everything, nothing was canceled. And we just ran like 15 shows through the summer, which is kind of another thing with the point of putting out these podcasts and Patreon and a lot more of the content. We are now through the summer. If, if, if you're a fan of AIW, you know, this summer we we had a lot of dates. And now that we're through that, we're into the fall now going into winter. Now is kind of when we're hunkering down and we're we're going to be con- producing this content and putting it out there because there's not going to be as many shows every month. So we want to keep you there, keep you with us, let you know what's going on in AIW. Right. And, you know, it's just, um, with all that, you know, with getting the, the full year under, under our belt, you know what I mean? Like we never fully committed 
to, you know, like the all the additional you know, kind of the the spider web of of AIW, which is the Patreon and the you know pushing more promos and pushing more stories and you know doing all this different things and and now I feel like <coughs> you know hopefully uh, we're not going to be disrupted uh, you know for another pandemic flare up or anything like that. Uh, I think you know enough people have been vaccinated and you know I, I, hopefully we're we're beyond it. Uh, and now we can kind of, you know, get back to, you know, getting the rest of everything on track. Um, right. And, uh, you know, it was it was weird because, you know, even we've done a few but not many in-person podcasts since the pandemic. So it was weird, like, you know, lugging all this equipment up to the school and like setting it all up. And uh, it was just like a strange feeling, but it felt like, you know, back to normal. So. I think we're going to try to get stuff at the school or at the shows, uh, as well as, um, you know, every now and then I'm going to pop up to the school, you know, undercover boss style and just, uh, just start pop in there, <laughs> drop some content. Yeah. I like it. Well, so why don't we get into this week's coming show? Uh, we still tickets available for hell on earth coming up this Friday, black Friday at four sports in East Lake, Ohio. Uh, we're pushing Fight TV. It's big. If you're not in the area, you can't get to the show. East Lake's a little far for you or all of our out-of-state you know, fans. We are now on Fight TV, Fight Plus, $4.99 a month. You get all the all the live stuff and all the catalog of AIW. Plus, I think, <coughs> is there a free, isn't there a free trial, too? You get like a week or something. So. Yeah, I think, it's, I think they got a seven-day free trial going on. Um, uh, spoke to the people with Fight today about starting to get the archives transferred over i know a lot of people have been asking about that uh we kind of we kind of got on board a little prematurely before they were going to do this big push with like gcw and black label and glory pro and all the other companies that have joined uh the service since since we did and you know we announced it in late september um they have like had a transition of who was in charge of you know all that stuff as far as migrating the library over. <clears throat> so I spoke with somebody today and, um, you know, I got to get all this fucking shit on a spreadsheet and it sounds very time consuming. Uh, so uh, I at least have kind of a instruction now that, you know, they have the new person in place and all that. And uh, we are going to start getting um, things transferring over hopefully here in the next week or two. Uh, to get some more AIW shows up on Fight Plus. Uh, obviously, you know, with the four ninety nine, you get all the Black Label streams, all the GCW streams, all the Glory Pro, Pro streams. <coughs> so, uh, and I know that yeah. there's more promotions coming, uh, as well as all the AIW streams. And um, you, go ahead. You got to think that four ninety nine a month—that's good in my book, just for the live shows. I mean, some companies prior to this, <laughs> some other ones were charging. A pretty penny for just one pay-per-view and they'd had mul- multiple a month now for five bucks you get all those companies you just named all their lives for five bucks a month that to me alone is worth the price then plus like you said with the, all the archives that are be coming in i mean for 4.99 a month is is pretty good even if you're on a tight budget yeah i mean i can't imagine with a uh, that uh you know they're i don't know what their business plan is but i would think that you know uh, eventually, you know, <laughs> I don't know how they could charge that little, right? But I think maybe if it's a volume thing and they're looking for a huge volume of subscribers, it's gonna it's gonna work for everybody. You know what I mean? And uh, so far, things have uh, looked pretty pretty good for us uh, on the financial uh, end of things, uh, as far as you know, our, our first kind of month on the service, um, the reports were pretty good. Um, you know, I know I, I've had some people inquire about like, hey, I want to sponsor you, but I want to know these numbers and this and that. They don't necessarily provide us like X amount of people have watched. You know, none of the streaming services are like that. It's all a little um, different. So, um, you know, we are in this is a good time to plug this, uh, you know, uh, Jim uh, EVP of, uh, you know fucking i don't know what he's an evp of right now but he's an EVP. <laughs> evp coach jimmy uh 
of uh, you know uh, mergers, acquisitions, and sponsorships. Uh, EVP Coach Jimmy, he uh, is heading up. Um, you know, we've never really sought out sponsors, and um, you know, we've had some deals pop up here and there. You know, like Royal Docs, you know, approached us for Absolution. We've had some people approach us throughout the years, um, but he's really kind of trying to head up you know, getting sponsors. You know, this is the thing that every local indie across, you know, the world does is, you know, they get all these sponsors. We've just never had time to do it. And uh, Jim is really, uh, really out there kind of, you know, he's having meetings and things like that. <laughs> and um, it's so weird to keep calling him Jim. <laughs> well, nobody knows what I'm talking about. EVP coach Jimmy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody knows who that is. But if you are interested in sponsoring AIW, you can uh, email Jim at AIWrestling.com and, um, you know, set up a meeting or, you know, get some information. But one of the things that people keep asking is they want to know exact numbers for the streams. And, um, you know, IWTV didn't give that. Uh, Fight didn't give that. You know, like they all kind of keep the subscriber number and all that stuff kind of, you know, under, under wraps. So, you know, it's not necessarily information that we have readily available to give you if you want to sponsor us because we're on fight TV now, um, which, you know, we've had a few people reach out, uh, about, um, so I just wanted to kind of clear that up because I don't, (laughs) I don't, I, I don't know the numbers really. Uh, it's, you know, it's a lot of very complicated reports, and they say you've made this much. <laughs> so I, I just look at that. I look at the final. You know, I look at the uh, the dollar amount uh, at the end of the report, and uh, that looks good to me. So <laughs> fair enough. That, that's a long. That's a long way to, of saying like I don't. I don't know. And a lot of people that want to sponsor want to know that information. We we don't have that readily available. Uh, but uh, you have to think right. Like four ninety nine a month all of these really top tier independent promotions, uh, you have to think that there's quite a bit of subscribers. You know what I mean? Like common sense would say that there's quite a bit of subscribers. It's got to be. I mean, you, you got to figure Fight TV is a large platform. They were around. They've been around for a long time. There is wild shit. You can watch like crazy ass kickboxing and shit on there. There's like MMA, which is another thing too to kind of push it, which is funny because we have a lot of people, a lot of fans of pro wrestling are watching MMA and stuff like that. So, I mean, the, the amount of content you're getting for four ninety nine, yeah, it's got to be, they got to have a lot of people watching this shit. Men's Rugby League. Wild <laughs> you know, shit. I get all these yeah. crazy bare knuckle boxing the bare knuckle shit um, is what's crazy there there's these dudes are beating the piss out of each other and some of the some of the stuff you know i know some of the you know the mma and you know the boxing stuff falls under the fight plus uh service as well so mm-hmm. uh you know uh, they have a huge footprint you know globally you know um so you just have to think like it is a pretty um well-established brand and uh right you know, so far so good. Uh, I, you know, I just want to start getting some of our more, you know, some of our archive content up there um, because I know people are asking for it. You know what I mean? So <coughs> we are working on all that. I wanted to give a little. That was a little bit of uh, all over the place rant. Uh, okay. And, you know, little EVP coach Jimmy plug. One show, give me one show. If they were like the first, first choice, first ballot pick for what show you'd put up in the archives in the last five years, what show you got? One you could just. Oh, I mean, I don't know. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, see, now you're getting complicated. I just wanted to go from like newest to oldest. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm just saying. Is there anything in your mind that you're like, no, I'd have to get this one? I think I don't know. See, like I'm really I'm I'm bad at that. You know. when I was just on the road with Pedro when we went to go get that ring and cage, mm-hmm. you know, we were in the car for, you know, like 12 hours. <clears throat> and, you know, he was asking me stuff like that. Like, what's your favorite show ever? Like, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't think like that. Uh, I'm always thinking about the next one and, like, the, or the next five or whatever it is. So, like, I never really go, like, mm, you know what? That's the best show that's ever happened. Uh, I don't, like, I'm really bad at that because i i don't know it's hard to like i i live it in a different way than most people do yeah. so it's like i don't you know i i don't look back and go that was the greatest show ever because like you know something 
you know, it could be the greatest in-ring show ever, but something like a million shitty things could have happened backstage, and, like, I fucking hate the entire thought of the show. You know what I mean? That's like, what stands um, out. Yeah, you, you, you see oh, the negatives much more glaringly than the positives yeah, on like, most things, yes. Or that, you know, it, uh, it it did bad, or, you know what I mean? Like, we lost money, or... You, you, there's so many different factors for me to go, like, I can't, I can't go, like, this is the greatest... AIW in-ring show you know what I mean it's sure. just it's hard like that's a question for you know fan or you know somebody somebody that's not me I, I don't know I don't know how to answer that question um, see I think I would go the Wrestle Rager where you guys had the death match with the tubes uh, they're, they're, see, that I, encapsulated a lot of what AIW is the, the energy that is at now that's class that outdoor energy was great there was deathmatch stuff at the end, which you know doesn't happen all the time. But there, there was just such a wide array of wrestling and just what the show was. If I had to just throw one on there to get to get a bunch of people like, hey, this is AIW for the most part in this general way. Check this mat, this show out, and then it goes from there. I would do that one. This sounds like a topic for maybe your other podcast, Pod Van Dam, to debate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't really. I don't really know how to how to do it, you know. Like it's just it's 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 so it's so different for me, you know. And like sure, um, you know, and like I could I look back at every show and I go, man, like you like I'll look at the lineups and go, man, like that looks that looks like it was an awful show, and like you know, it's like one of the hottest shows, you know what I mean? And it's like, you forget all of the different stories or reasonings for the matchups and how they, you know what I mean? Like if you just look, go look back on paper at results and you go, ah, that doesn't look that great. You know what I mean? And like, there's so many different factors that go into making it memorable besides, you know, the results or the in-ring or what, how it looked on paper. Um, so yeah, it's a, that it's real difficult for me to, to do because I think you know every show could be improved in some way. I'm. Uh, it's funny they were like at the school the other day and, um, you know some people were talking about, um, I don't know like how some wrestlers like really buy into certain things, and uh, you know Dom was like luckily. The AIW school has, you know, had Chandler Biggins and John Thorne, who are the most like, uh, this is reality motherfuckers, like people <laughs> on earth. And like, they're like, you know, we never get to get, uh, we never got to get too excited or, or, or dream these, these grandiose things because, you know, you guys would pull us aside and say, hey, you still got to go to work on Monday. Like, yeah, right, and, right. Uh, it, it sounds mean, but they were, uh, Dom was, uh, you know, essentially saying that, like, you know, we've uh, we kept people grounded in a in a business where people like are easily, you know, off in the clouds. Uh, and I'm the same way on myself when I look at shows and stuff like that. I go, oh, man, that sucked. That could have been better that we could have did this, this, this thing better. Um, I'm never really looking <laughs> at the positives of uh, uh, of too much stuff. Yeah, but I think that's kind of your job. That's your place as the booker, man. You always got to strive for better and say, hey, it could have been better. You know, otherwise you get complacent and boring, you know? So. Yeah, I think I think everything is, uh, even the best, you know, whatever you tell me the best in-ring AEW show is, I could find probably 10 things that weren't great about it. Uh, so, you know, that's a long answer to say, I don't know. <laughs> if I had to pick <laughs> one show to put on fight, I don't know what it would be. Fair enough. All right, well, speaking of one show, you want to start getting into this card here for Friday? What do you think? Uh, it's hard sell, baby. We, we got to sell some tickets. Uh, you know, we are, I, I said, as I said last week, we were, you know, we were doing very well, uh, but we are like nowhere near the pace of the last two of Hell on Earth. So to put that in perspective, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, it's doing well for like a regular show, but it's not at the Hell on Earth levels of the last. Uh, too, you know, and I understand right. that there were some big signings and things like that that helped contributed to that. <coughs> we weren't able to. I tried a million, a million people to try to get for a big meet and greet, and, and nothing, nothing lined up, uh, unfortunately. So I still think it's going to do good. 
I just don't know if it's going to hit that, you know, that humongous hell on earth draw that we usually get, um, which has me a little bit nervous. But, you know, we still do have quite a few days uh, to go. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm hopeful that we can, you know, see a big, big run this week on tickets. Do you think the fight TV has a little bit to do with it at all? I mean, that is a pretty four ninety nine to stay home and not, and just watch it online. I mean, that's kind of a hard deal to beat. Some people are couch warriors. They're like, man, four ninety nine, I can watch this thing live. You know what I mean? That's uh, might be contributing a little tad bit because that is quite a, a price point, as you said. I don't know how they charge so little. <laughs> um, you know, we saw that with IWTV too, and like. I saw stuff like that more for Odeon shows or be like, oh, I don't want to go to downtown. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, Adam Laporta and, you know, all these people that Laporte. never would come to the Odeon. He's a dad now. He's got dad business to do. He can't yeah, be. He's got that little baby girl. He can't be. He can't I got to call him out, though. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen him for a minute. He gets out to these he heavy came, metal he shows all the time. He I see. To, he came to Absolution. Okay, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> um, Let's but, get you uh, out there, Laporta. I don't know if fight contributes to it. I definitely think the big signing name really pushes people over the edge. You know what I mean to to come out. Um, yeah, I think that I maybe know. helps you know, with the laps fan as well. Some of these older guys who are like, oh, you know, that'll get them out too. Sometimes I think. You know, I'm hopeful. You know, we do have uh, a lot of the newer people on the show. I'm hopeful. You know that uh, you know they can have good showing of support in the crowd uh, because that. You know, that really helps them, you know, kind of become contagious with the regular fans. You know what I mean? Like, sure. uh, If they have enough support, you know, it's clapping is infectious at a live event like that. Um, I mean, not only so, that, but you got to think about think about Chuck Stone was a great one. Chuck and his dad, some of those moments that they had winning those belts and the 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 strive right. and the the fight to win those belts. I feel like Chuck and his dad endeared a lot of people to bulking season and and some of that stuff like that. So yeah, that's what you're saying. When you have family there, when you got friends, right? It's wrestling. It's infectious. You get some people, you know, that you you see somebody's family and they're like, it's like their first wrestling show, and it brings you back. And you're like, fuck, dude, hell yeah! Like they are feeling it right now. Like I. I love that and then all of a sudden you're right. on their side because you're like cheering for them as well you know it's very infectious <clears throat> yeah so you know i'm 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 hopeful you know for for stuff like that you know uh, i'm hopeful for a big walk up um you know because <clears throat> one thing we have been noticing is you know when you come further out of covid the 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 pre-sale goes down because cleveland notoriously was uh, is known through all of entertainment fields as a walk-up town um yeah so you know it's uh and and we've seen you know the pre-sales going down but the walk-up doing well the last several months um so you know i'm hopeful for a big walk-up on friday too you know what i mean there's a lot of people that make that last minute decision like i don't know you know what i mean i went shopping it sucked what are we gonna do i don't know you know what i mean like oh there's wrestling tonight let's go see wrestling let's go have um, a beer get some wrestling i mean the four sports they had be- they got beer there they got a concession they got stand. full bar they got full I actually bar. talked yeah, right. to them today uh they're like what do you need from us i said i just need you guys to have that bar open that's about <laughs> it you know like that that's that's really it i said that's what our fans want that's what they need and they're like oh we're gonna be open don't you worry uh so yeah you know alcohol will be served at the four sports it's not it's supposed to be like not you know, as of now, like no snowstorms or anything like that. Right? Yeah, it's not going to make travel bad. And and then when you say this too, let let's let's clarify this. Full bar. We're talking full bar. Now I know that Tadmore has some booze and they have some stuff. We're talking. You're like, I want to blah blah blah. This they got a full bar. They will make you a mixed drink. They got shots. They got beer. They got everything. It's not just like uh, three or four liquors and some mixers. This is a that, that place last yeah. time. It was a fully stocked. You know, whatever you want type deal. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, if you want some mead, maybe they have some mead. I don't know, you know. <laughs> is, is there going to be any Vikings in they the might house? Not have I don't that. know about that. They might not have that. <laughs> they might not have that. But yeah, yeah, it's full bar, you know, which, you know, makes for, you know, also a lively experience as well. So, you know, Always. I'm happy for I'm happy about it. Um, like I said, you know, it it's 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 on par for like a big Odeon, you know, turnout, not on par for the the hell on earths of the last two years and you know I, i'm realistic i understand you know the last two hell on earths 
had you know Jeff Jarrett last year, and then the last one before that had Kevin Nash and Brooke Park. Uh, yeah, that was a big. You know, one. those those are two guys that are kind of hard to top as far as the meet and greet goes. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand if we're, you know we're not going to hit that. Uh, I would love to, but I don't think you know we're going to break that largest gate number like we did last year. You know, the largest presale gate in the AW history. Um, I'll certainly take it if we can. You know, I, sure. but I, I'm realistic about it. I don't know if we're gonna. You know, I don't know if we're gonna hit that. You know, five, six, seven hundred mark. Um, you know, if we do, but, another selling point, too, though, another thing that you said a lot of people, especially about Odeon shows, people hate driving downtown, finding somewhere to park. A lot of parking at Forest Sports. A lot of parking, easy to get in and out of the building. You know, that's not a parking. big... Yeah, not a free parking, not a big not a big issue to park, which is another... Sometimes, especially with the walk-up, you're like, eh, do I don't want to find a place to park. Yeah, there's a big parking lot, you're good. Park right in the parking lot. Right. So, yeah, I, I think... Um, I'm hopeful. I'll say that. You know, uh, as of now, you know, uh, we have uh, we have eight second row tickets available and fifteen third row tickets available. <coughs> After that, those are the premium seats. You know, mm-hmm. if you want a seat, that's it. Otherwise, you're rolling the dice on standing uh, because they don't have chairs. We had to rent chairs, so we rented the exact number of chairs uh, for the premium seating. So, um, you know, if you're rolling the dice with GA roll the dice you know what i mean like the i think they have uh some like uh like one two row bleacher things like one set of them uh if i remember from last year and other than that you know uh it could be a lot of standing so yeah uh let's i i want to you know first and foremost i want to sell those those you know few remaining premium tickets uh, and then, you know, hopefully we can really juice up this GA number through, you know, pre-sale and, and, and walk up on Friday. I think we can do it. I think we can do it, especially, you know, let's get into this card here. There's a lot of stuff on this card that I'm pretty intrigued in. Um, not sure where you want to start, but one thing I know that was mentioned today that, to me, one of the title matches that was mentioned just today, I think, or yesterday, Matt Justice, Kaplan, Dillinger. Intense three-way. That is going to be three <coughs> large men beating the absolute shit out of each other, and I, for one, am here for it. That is a three-way yeah. that I'm here for. Yeah, you know, I'm a little indifferent on three-ways, but uh, you know, I'm looking when I'm looking at the available talent. Uh, I just kept circling back to these three, and uh, you know, I know that they've you know wrestled each other in different you know incarnations and singles matches and things like that, but. Hell on Earth always kind of has that one just wild boy match, you know what I mean? That just can you know go off the rails quick. Uh, you know, last year we had Psycho Clown and Matt Justice and PCO and Kaplan, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know I was looking at it and I said, you know what? Like let's just throw them in a three way and see what happens. And uh, it, people seem to be pretty pretty pumped for it. Well, you look at the match, and it's Matt Justice, a guy who has been the intense champion, definitely wants to make his way back into the title game in, in AIW. Kaplan, who holds the the Bill Alfonso hardcore belt, would love to be another AIW man with two belts at the same time. Two belt Kaplan? Could you imagine the stogie, a stogie in his mouth and a belt over each shoulder? You know, I mean, you know he's going to kill somebody to try and get that way. And Derek, just another guy who has been in an absolute car crash friggin' match run you know what i mean the guy has been killing himself crimson mask every every other match so those three together in one match is just going to be pure chaos and you know another interesting thing about this is east lake is like very close to kaplan's hometown so you know kind of you know home court advantage for him (laughs) he (laughs) said i advise you all not to eat much before this match (laughs) yeah and i didn't even know how to take that off what does that even (laughs) how do you take that right there's a lot of ways that could go (laughs) yeah so uh yeah he's uh this is kind of home court advantage for him uh, I'll never forget, like, one of the four sports, like, employees was like, hey, is uh, Ryan Kaplan going to be here? I went to high school with him. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, he is. Hell you yeah. Know, like, so this is kind of his neck of the woods. And, you know, uh, you also got to put, you know, Fonzie's going to be in the house. Oh, I love it. Uh, you know, everybody's favorite as well, <laughs> as well as Ziggy. 
<coughs> maybe we'll have uh, Young Ed come out to the ring with Kaplan or something. So you know, everybody has a manager. Oh man, I I mean, Young Ed. I I know Young Ed loves Kaplan, but there's only one man that I think's walking Kaplan out to the ring, and that's Thrift Store Jobber. That's TSJ's guy. He has been a Kaplan man since day one. Didn't he name his dog Kaplan? So it's it, yeah, Crackers Kaplan. It's it's his last name. Uh, so yes, exactly. To, the, to answer your question, yes, he named his dog after Kaplan. So that is who I think would be walking Kaplan to the ring is TSJ. <laughs> we'll have to see if we can put that together because so everyone has a corner man. I don't know if TSJ <laughs> wants to insert himself in that though because Ziggy and Alphonse Billy, uh, you know, Fonzie have some history there. Does TSJ want to somehow insert himself into that? That I don't know if he wants to get in that. <laughs> That's the thing that's uh, really intrigued me about you know putting this together on paper is like even the managers are more than likely going to be bloody. I think so. <laughs> uh, you know, it's very uh, there, there's a lot of potential for just uh, bad stuff to happen in this one. Not only with the wrestlers themselves, but uh, with the the managers out there as well. Yeah, this is, it's going to be a great... I can't wait, because I mean, Ziggy and Fonzie had a goddamn match, so they, the blood is... And it was never, like, squashed, like, oh, this is just the... I mean, the, the match ended, but they're still... They still don't like each other, so this... Yeah, this this could end wildly. Yeah, and Fonzie's probably going to say some real mean stuff that he probably shouldn't say. <laughs> uh, nothing too bad, I'm sure, but... Uh, you know, bad enough to to make people uncomfortable. So look at looking very much forward to it. <laughs> God damn it, though, nothing nothing will ever top for me the Fonzie moment. There's been a lot of great Fonzie moments in AIW. That's one of my one of my favorite things about this company. But God damn it, when that man signed the poster at the hotel with all the hotel employee, remember in Indiana, Indianapolis or Indiana, wherever oh, yeah, the hell we yeah, were, yeah. and the hotel had that like, commitments to excellence. They all signed their names. Fonzie signed his goddamn name. Hall of fame <laughs> i think he said hardcore legend or something, <laughs> something. oh i so have a, fucking I, good. I probably have a picture of it on my phone oh i 100 percent took a photo of it yeah oh yeah i got that photo because i made a joke about signing it like oh wouldn't it be funny to sign it and then the next day we walked by and it's a bill alfonso hardcore legend and it had like a date <laughs> like yes oh fonzie's the king An- so another, all right well yeah another Another real funny thing that Fonzie did, I, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast, I don't know, but uh, we couldn't get food uh, because, you know, it was like the oh, middle God, of nowhere, Indiana, and during COVID, <laughs> and uh, Fonzie was in the lobby, and there was like an Uber Eats driver that had like a shit ton of McDonald's, mm-hmm. and he was like, I'll give you 20, he's like, I'll give you 40 bucks or 20 bucks for it all right now, I just say that uh, you dropped it off wherever it was going, and then like Fonzie just showed up with like all his food that he bought he just bought off the uber eats driver and uh i don't know you know the guy said that he you know he dropped it off outside the hotel room or whatever (laughs) he goes he walks in with the big bag of mcdonald's he goes you want a cheeseburger daddy where'd you get this food I bought it off the guy in the lobby. He goes, I get mine now. I got it. And I'm just looking around and everyone the people that were walking in with him like, yeah, it's his he got he bought (laughs) I love Uh, Fonzie. Love him. All right. Back on track. Speaking of uh, some of the younger guys, we got a, what is it? We got one, two, three, six way here. Uh, The Scramble, the AIW Classic Scramble. With the scramble guy himself. How are you? Even, how are you inserting Chase in matches here? We need him on the other side of the fence. It's going to be Chase well, versus Riley Rose versus it, it, Sam Holloway, Austin James versus Vic Vice versus Tyson Riggs. Got a six-way scramble here going. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I figured, um, you know, uh, I'll get Chase on there, and then, uh, you know, he. he He's got to have to learn to multitask, right? <laughs> you're you're so. not you're not uh, untapping him as a wrestler. He's just got a lot of other things on his plate as well. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He just added on. You know, he doesn't he doesn't lose. You know, I've given him some shows off. You know what I mean? But uh, he doesn't necessarily lose his uh, the need for him to be a performer on the shows as well. Very true. Uh, you know, and I could step in, and uh, like I said, you know, last week people like Dustin have been stepping in and learning a little bit of the production stuff. <clears throat> so you know, we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to get through. I just need, you know, even if I'm just doing it, <coughs> um, you know, like uh, for one, you know, for a little bit. I I just need the ability to not be glued to that task for the entire day. Because uh, there's just too much. That, like uh, what I realized in Akron when he wasn't there is like there's just too much that goes on 
for me to like have to be glued to that seat and paying attention to that and also having to like answer and field questions. Um, but you know, I think with so many people on the team that are going to be there on Friday, you know, he certainly can wrestle and I can step in or Dustin can step in or, you know, any number of people, you know, uh, are going to be, you know, learning as we go anyway. So, um, I think, you know, we gotta we, we gotta try it sometime, right? Why not? And you can't have a scramble without the scramble god. So that's what I was gonna uh, say. Gonna yeah, out. you gotta you gotta have the scramble god in there. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. So, and this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a big this is a big show for some of these younger guys to you know to show you know what what they're made of and what they you know what they're bringing to the table at AIW. Hell on Earth is a marquee show. You know, it's one of our big four. This is a chance for some of these guys, you know, and I think some of them are doing, you know, this big Sam Holloway, that guy. I mean, he's he's coming a long way. I, I like to see where he's coming from. Vic Vice, a big fan of him. Everybody, all the new students, you know, Austin. I said Austin's one of my favorite. He hails he hails from the Diamonds of Brook Park, and he wears a uh, a jersey from a bar owner that's one of my dad's best friends. That guy's got to be like my favorite wrestler, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I, I'm a big fan of all these guys, and um, you know, they've had, <clears throat> you know, they obviously had the Fresh Meat show, and they've had a couple little, you know, dabbles in, on on shows here and there. <clears throat> but, you know, hell on earth, you know, even if it's not bigger than the last two years, it's still going to be pretty big, I think. So this right. is like a good infomercial for these guys to be in front of a, you know, a bigger crowd. You know, Fresh Meat was was mainly their people. Jail at Night 2, you know, it did okay. It wasn't, you know, what by far wasn't the the best uh, attended AIW show in history, you know. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, they, they've, they've been on stuff here and there, you know, like, uh, the show in Kent or, you know, uh, Wadsworth, <clears throat> none of these shows were like super highly high energy AW crowds or highly attended. They kind of fell right in the middle of that crazy run. So I, you know, I wanted to take the chance to put these guys in front of, you know, a hot, hopefully hot, large wrestling crowd and let them kind of showcase everything that they can do. And you put them in there with, you know, Chase Oliver and Riley Rose as well to kind of, you know, keep the train on on its track, so to speak. And uh, hopefully everyone comes out of the scramble, you know, looking like a million bucks. That's the plan. It's a lot of different styles, a lot of things. I think it's it's going to be an interesting match with those six in there. You're going to see a lot of different styles. I think it's going to be something that kind of it, it's going to keep the show moving nice. It'll be a nice little switch up from kind of the other matches. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Well, coming in next, uh, something I'm very intrigued with. You know, sometimes, you know, this this is going to be a tough one for me. A couple of my, you know, teams I like big time. PME versus members only. Now, I know PME, they're the bad guys now. They're kind of dickheads. But for whatever reason, man, bad man, mean man Philadelphia Collins is just, he's, he's really doing it for me. I, I, I love mean Philadelphia. Ever since they t- turned into Cardona's boys, I don't know. It's just... Sometimes I like to see the bad guys. I don't. I can't help it. But those guys versus my guys, members only. Uh, it's gonna. That's gonna be a, a, quite a match. They're, they've they've yeah. faced off quite a few times already. Yeah, with that new haircut on Philly too, he looks like he's fresh out of the, your local correctional institution. <laughs> mean, mean man, <laughs> looks like he just did a hard time. <laughs> did a bid. Yeah, it looks like he just did a bid, and you know, in. Uh, the Lorraine County Correctional or something like that. Uh, he just showed up with his haircut like that. I was like, well, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> and and that's the thing, too. The attitude to match. He's got the, the attitude. He comes out. He's, he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, just give, giving the finger to the crowd, doing the, the chin thing that, like, Uncle Guido taught him. And it's just, it's Phil, Philadelphia and Marino have been on quite the run here in their bad boy phase. And I love to see it. But uh, them versus members only, I think, is going to be is going to be quite a banger. Yeah, you know, and this is another one where, you know, um, members only also, you know, hometown boy, so to speak. Yeah, they're from that uh, way. You know, I know East Lake is, you know, it's, you know, still, it's like a Cleveland suburb, but, uh, you know, it's still not Cleveland proper. This is, you know, mean, they're from, you know, out in this area, East Lake area. Um, so, you know, they're, they're also looking to, uh, they're looking to shine in, um, you know, 
in their hometown, so to speak. Last year they had a great, huge moment with uh, Double J, uh, and I know they want to kind of keep that hell on earth tradition going, where they, you know, come out with a with a huge memory. Absolutely. Um, moving forward, we have a AIW debut. Do I believe Masha Slamovich is that her AIW debut? Has she been in AIW before? Yes, this is uh, this is her debut. Uh, highly, uh, you know, highly touted uh, independent wrestler right now. She's all over the place. Uh, you know, breaking down the uh, the gender barriers in PWG. Uh, who hadn't had you know, a female wrestle, I don't think, since Candice LeRae, uh, all over the place, you know, doing <coughs> GCW, every indie, I think she's an impact, uh, literally, you know, one of the busiest independent wrestlers in the game right now. Um, and, you know, I, I, I was, I, I wanted to put, you know, uh, I wanted to get a big, big match or big prospect in there with jocelyn you know what i mean she's uh always looking for new challenges and uh you know masha slamovich is uh seems to be the measuring stick as far as independent wrestling goes right now yeah i would definitely say she's earned it uh she's had quite a few matches against some top top people everyone that comes into aiw but yeah like you said, so would that be then kind of the number one person you know, everyone's always kind of clamoring for you to bring in women's talent yada yada is that the number yeah, one I person mean, they've had you that's been on the ask list to bring in then? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? And no one really like specifically asks, uh, bring this person in. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want more female talent. <coughs> and, um, you know, uh, I just saw this as a, as a good opportunity. You know, I reached out. I had a Well, I didn't reach out. I had a couple uh, different irons in the fire. And, you know, this one wasn't necessarily going to work out uh because she was booked you know on saturday and the travel was already uh handled so um i kind of uh had to weigh the options on you know what i thought the people the people would want and you know i kind of had to eat uh both legs of the of of the travel which normally you know that's like a split thing uh, but you know the the other flight was was already bought and wasn't exchangeable or transferable, <clears throat> so uh, I kind of took uh, took took the hit for the uh, greater good of the AW fans. Uh, I think that they will <coughs> thoroughly enjoy uh, seeing Masha Slamovich live, uh, and uh, you know I think it's a it's a great opportunity and a great test for for Jocelyn Navarro, who is you know. The measuring stick as far as uh, AIW women's matches oh, go, she is, uh, and uh, Masha Slamovich is, you know, more of the measuring stick nationally. So uh, I think it's uh, going to be a, a real good uh, experience for both of them and <laughs> really, you know, no stakes or anything like that. Just uh, going to tell them to go out there and, you know, put on the best match they possibly can. Awesome. Okay. Moving forward, uh, round three for something I'm kind of excited at, uh, Shaw Mason versus Cisco Silver, round three. Uh, these two have put on quite a f- two, hell of a good match, you know, hell of, hell of a match twice in a row. I'm very excited to see what uh, round three is going to hold. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, it was never supposed to be more than that one match at the Winchester, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they did phenomenal. <laughs> and they did phenomenal with the limitations of you know the ring and the venue and you know what I mean. There's a lot of there's a lot of different ways uh, you have to wrestle at, at a Winchester show. And uh, man, they did just incredible. Uh, that was supposed to be a one off for Cisco. You know, I think he's a real nice guy. Uh, he was training with us, and you know he's he trained at other schools and uh, just really looking for an opportunity. Uh, couldn't you know uh, not a not a nicer guy on on the planet honestly right and uh wanted to give him wanted to give him the one shot and um honestly that's all it was and they did so good i said you know what fuck like i I rebooked the akron lineup and i was like let's do this one again and uh they did great and the original plan was um i was just gonna have all the new kids from fresh meat do the six do the six pack scramble um but with how good you know cisco and shaw two was 
uh, I, you know, I just kept going back like, man, we gotta, we gotta go for that rubber match. We gotta go for that third one. And, uh, I was like, ah, maybe, you know, we'll save it for a Winchester show or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Let's just put them on the big show, you know, and let's, let's let them loose and see what happens. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's really speaks to their, you know, for how young they are and, you know, in AW and in the business altogether, uh, really speaks to, you know, their, their talent level. And I know that, you know, they're both highly decorated amateur wrestlers and that has a lot to do with it as well. But, um, you know, they forced my hand to, to, you know, bring the match back for a third time, uh, when it was only supposed to be a little one-off filler match on a Winchester show. Well, I think that the, that's the point too. It was the very first one was such a great show that it was like, you, you couldn't not bring it back to do a second one. And then when they did the second one, that one was good enough to where it was a different... It's not like they just came back out and ran the same first match back again because it was good. You're like, oh, let's do that one again. It was different. It was new. You know what I mean? So it was almost like you had to get the third one to see where it was going to finish because they were different. The first and second were so different, but also so very good that you, I mean, you kind of had to, you had to run that third back and what better place than hell on earth. Like you said, another, a big show, a marquee show, I think putting some of these younger guys on it, like Shaw. I know Cisco isn't a younger guy. He, he's, you know, he's been trained and been around for a little while, but newer to AIW, you kind of put them in that big marquee show and show them, Hey, you know, go out there in front of this big crowd and show me what you got. And I think this, this third match is really going to be something. Yeah, you know, like uh, the Russell Rager show was uh, their opportunity to lose, right? Like mm-hmm. they could have went out there and just had a match, and nobody would have thought anything anything of it. You know what I mean? Uh, right. They're new, they're they're learning. It's you know they're getting their reps in in front of the crowd, and you know as long as it's not totally awful, nobody would have thought twice about it. But they way over delivered, and uh, you know they earned themselves two more bookings out of it. You know, um, and. Uh, I know that there's criticisms of Cisco Silver, and I don't think that any of that should. Uh, and I'm not going to elaborate on what those criticisms are, but uh, I don't think any of that should impact you know how you view somebody's talent in you know inside the ring. Uh, and I think you know he's more than proved that uh, you know he does belong in in, in AIW. And uh, like I said, it was his opportunity to lose and. Uh, not only did he not lose it, he gained uh, two more matches, and they were able to kind of create this feud out of nothing. Yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. Uh, the first time I ever met him was just backstage at a show, and being somebody who came as like a fan and put in the backstage role, it's very easy to pick out when people are new to backstage and maybe even just a fan or somebody's girlfriend or boyfriend or cousin or uncle who walked them in the back there because I didn't know who he was. He was just back there and it was a show he was not on. But he was just a very nice, genuine guy. He was never like in the way. He was never, he never said the wrong thing. It just, he was, he was a straight, straightforward guy. He was a great dude back there. And then all of a sudden, you know, he came on, they had those matches and he's just, yeah, I think he's a great guy. I like him a lot. I like Cisco a lot. Yeah, so you know, I'm looking forward to him. Not to put too much pressure on those guys, but uh, uh, I, I am looking forward to it. And Shaw Mason is super motivated to uh, make it. I, I don't know if anyone listened to um, you know he appeared on Dustin Alberti's Patreon podcast, Homeschooled, and uh, he is very motivated um, to to make it. You know, he comes from a family lineage of amateur wrestlers uh not necessarily a big fan of him making the transition to professional wrestling so he has a a a lot to prove and you can tell he's very hungry to do so right right yeah i mean the way is as motivated as everyone else is around aiw right now it's not you know it's it's nice i like to see that somebody else you know just as fired up uh, moving forward, another match I'm extremely excited for. Two of my favorite guys. Another another here sometimes friends fight type of moment for me. Isaiah Big Brown Dog versus Dom Greeny. Isaiah Broner versus Dom Greeny is going to be two men beating the absolute shit out of each other. Um, you know, this is this is going to yeah, be I one that this, I'm excited for. 
I think this one's been flying under people's radars a little bit. Maybe, you know, it, it got announced so soon people forgot it was on the card. But, yeah, did, uh, is there a graphic for this one? I don't remember seeing yeah. a graphic for this one. Maybe, okay, so maybe it was early on. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be... This is going to be a good one, folks. Yeah, you know, I think it's it was just a matter of time before, you know, these two were going to lock horns in a singles, you know, a, a singles um, situation. You know, uh, there's no storyline. There's no beef. There's no anything else. They're just, you know, two of the big dogs in AIW. And, you know, eventually the big dogs got to get in the ring and fight. And uh, that's what this match is. There's There's nothing more to it than that. You know, no stakes, no anything like that. They're just going to get in there and, and, and they're going to fight. And this is one that I wanted to put together for the fans because I think, you know, <laughs> I'm not crazy about doing babyface, babyface matches. Right. But I think with how they wrestle and their, you know, their, the fandom that is within the AW crowd for these two guys, I think people are going to be with it the whole time and be super excited uh, to just to watch them, like you said, just get in there and just you know throw hands. I think that's sort of it too, and it's it's almost not even necessarily babyface versus babyface because Broner is very over. He has been over since the moment that that guy walked out. I mean, the very first time I saw that guy at the Winchester, I was like, this motherfucker right here is it. This dude is the fucking man. And Dom is a beloved figure in AIW, a badass motherfucker who has been around AIW and beat the shit out of some important people. So it's, it is babyface for his babyface in a sense where everyone kind of likes everyone, but at the same time, there's no storyline, like you said. So it's just going to be two men just going out there and, and, and blasting each other. And it is going to be, I'm, this is one that deserves to, for me, deserves to be on a hell on earth and Absolution. You know, I'm glad that it's on a marquee show because, yeah, it's it's two it's two juggernauts of AIW about to beat the absolute piss out of each other, and I'm here for it. I'm peeking through yeah, the curtain no, for that no, one for sure. <laughs> you know, now I'm second guessing myself. I'm going back to see did I did I announce it? I see. I, I swear to God, I think I think we might be announcing it right here on the podcast because I do not remember seeing a graphic for that. I could have swore I did, but uh, you know, as you move on to the next one, I'm going to make sure that. Uh, I send it out right now. <laughs> a couple uh, more. So a couple more on. matches. Uh, Josh Prohibition and M Dude Cross versus Bitcoin Boys. This one. Uh, this one. This one has not, you know, been announced publicly yet. But <coughs> you know, this is who uh, PME uh, has selected to face uh, Josh Prohibition and M Dog. You know, Josh said he wanted them to pick their opponents, uh, and this is who they picked. And I think why they picked it is. The X Factor in one, Mister the Duke. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to happen with that man. He is a wild son of a bitch, the Duke. I love him to death, but he is wild. Uh, J Pro kind of told yeah. you who he was bringing with him, so we knew he would have M Dude, which has kind of almost been his guy. You know, they that's that's their boys. They've been around for decades now, so you kind of knew that's that's his guy. He's bringing with him, but yeah. For PME to select the Duke, or excuse me, P, for them to select Bitcoin boys, you got the Duke coming with them. So it's yeah, it's almost a bit of a not not cheating, but you know, you get that third member because uh, he ain't getting in there and wrestling, but he's definitely gonna fuck some people up while he's out there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cheat code, right? Yeah, it's exactly, like, exactly. It's like a three on two almost. <laughs> All right. Um, did any any did you did you get that one out there or what? <laughs> I'm, I'm typing it right now. Fantastic! So right. You can keep, you can keep, I swore that I announced it. I know I put it on the e- I put it on the email blast. Well, see, but this but, uh, fair enough though. This is why you got to listen to the pod. We had a lot of people clamoring. You know, where's some of these match graphics? Where's the pod? Here, you're getting them both in one. We're getting some uh, some announcements here. You're getting some exclusive announcements on the podcast, and you're getting a two week podcast in a row. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, on to I can't believe I did. I forgot to announce that one. Well, maybe this one will bump that bump those last couple premium tickets out the door. I was literally just going to say, if there's anything to get some of those seats left over, if you want, you want to be close enough to this action, it's Dom versus Isaiah Bro- Isaiah Broner. That's for sure. Uh, moving forward, think, another championship. I think I, I think I was just too distracted with posting photos of the Swamp Man on, <laughs> on, on Twitter and Instagram. All, all that not, uh, uh, all that coverage they got on Observer too, Tom and all that filthy Tom. <clears throat> um, moving oh, forward, shit. like I said, another championship match. Uh, we got a couple matches left. Another championship match, bulking season versus nine to five. Did we discuss this one already? 
We talked about we talked a little bit about it because you, you know you talked about their promo. Well, yeah, and, we brought it up that, in the so. beginning. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, this is another one that uh, I think nine to five is a team that just. They couldn't be denied in AIW. Um, they came out and just seemingly people they, loved and or hated them. They, they've been on a win streak. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they're undefeated at the Winchester. Uh, I mean, I, I could be wrong on that, but I think they've run. They've won like four or five matches in a row. Uh, somebody uh, tweet Wadsworth and have him sound off on that fact that I'm probably wrong on. But I know <laughs> that they've been on a little bit of a win streak. Uh, and they were, you know, when we were looking at it, they were the, you know, the the number one contenders by by quite a bit when we were looking at, you know, wins and losses and things like that of, uh, you know, who we thought should get the shot. And just just like I said, a very polarizing team there. Nobody is middle of the road on nine to five. You if you would talk to an AIW faithful, you would say nine to five. They either love them or hate them. There is no real middle of the road on those two. Um, so you, you definitely think that's a great challenge for the tag team champs bulking season. You want to see who, you know, they got to face the best of the best in AIW. And like you said, 9-5 to five has been on a tear of a winning streak. It's got to be their work ethic, if, if you ask me. I'm thinking it's their work ethic. I don't know if that was a little e- too easy for them. <laughs> yeah, it must be their work ethic. <laughs> All right. And moving forward, the final match, the main event of the evening, your absolute champion joshua bishop versus the returning eric stevens uh they 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 brought this to you know stevens came out and uh challenged josh at the last tadmore (laughs) shrine show and a lot of josh says he wants you know he wants to face the best and he kind of issued an open challenge and eric stevens uh wasted no time uh walking right out there and uh accepting his challenge uh, so that is going to be your main event for Friday. Uh, another one where I think the people are going to be behind both of these guys, uh, and there's reasons for both of them. I think people think they why both of them should win. Uh, I think it's going to be split. Uh, I think regardless, people will be happy uh, no matter what the result is uh, and who the winner is. Uh, so I'm very excited for it, for this. Uh, you know, Josh Bishop has been on a tear, but he does not really wrestle people like Eric Stevens that often. You know, and it's really going to be a, a story of whose match is going to be. You know, if it's breaking down into chaos, you know, obviously Bishop has the advantage there. But, uh, you know, if it's staying between the ropes, you have to think Eric Stevens has quite the advantage. But not only that, too, now we're in a point where Eric Stevens, man, he hung it up for a bit. He's brought it back. I think Stevens is at a point where it starts to get chaotic as well. You never know what's going to happen with that guy. He's kind of in a fuck-it-all position at this point. So I think Josh has a real test. If anyone in the IW, I think, can go up against it and, and take care of business, it's, you know, Joshua Bishop, no survivors. But... Eric Stevens is a bad man, and I think those two... Josh has had a lot of great matches. He's had a lot of great title defenses. There's been a lot of wild matches, but this is one I think uh, that a lot of people are looking forward to. I know there's a lot of fans of Eric Stevens. You know, the guy's been around. He's done a lot of shit. He's wrestled a lot of uh, big names, you know, so there's a lot of people who want to see him in AEW more. You know, I I think he's hungry. Uh, I think there's a a great comeback story in there. Um, I think that there's a, a great story for, for Josh Bishop to overcome, you know, one of the great independent wrestlers. Um, so th- this is what what's interesting to me. You know what I mean? Eric Stevens can walk out. It's the big redemption story. Josh Bishop yeah. walks out and it's, uh, you know, he can, he doesn't have to wrestle one type of match. You know, he, it shows he's more versatile. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he, he wins I, this match and Josh is really showing you that, Anybody and everybody can walk through that through that curtain, and he's going to handle business. I think. Uh, but then again, like you said, it's Eric Stevens is a guy who's been around. He's wrestled some incredible names. So, if anyone's ready to take on that challenge and come to AIW, have that belt and talk some shit as a champion of AIW, you can bet your ass it's Eric Stevens. Right. I I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's a toss up as far as you know who could win and who people think could win. Uh, and that's, what's so interesting to me. You know what I mean? It's not, um, you know, uh, it's not a dead ringer for either one of these guys. Uh, right. And that's what, that's what I thought looked great about this one on paper. Um, 
really just a, a strong main event uh, to close out, you know, our longest running annual event uh, in AIW history. Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, that card we just ran down for you, go get those tickets. Buy up the last couple rows. You don't want to be... You don't want to be standing. You want to have a seat. You know, if you got to go GA, go GA if they sell out. But you, you, you got to be in the building, obviously. But if you can get a seat, I would get a seat. I'm, I don't know. I'm lazy. My legs are terrible. That's why they call me two legs. They both are pieces of shit. They don't work very well. So I like to sit down. Maybe that's me pushing the seats because I like to sit. But if it was me, I'd want I'd want a seat to see some of this incredible action. That's. I mean, that's a lot. of. It's not crazy. You know, we're not strapping you in for like the longest show ever, but it's not, you know, you're not getting five matches and out either. I think it's going to be a great night of wrestling. Yeah, I think it's I think it's 10 total. Um, yeah, that's what I yeah, have. I think 10 total. Yeah. So the perfect no dark amount. matches or anything. Um, <laughs> we're just going balls to the wall. Uh, I think every match has uh, great potential. Um, I highly, you know, encourage you to attend live if you can. But if you cannot, please watch us on Fight Plus on Friday. It's only four ninety nine. It's a free trial. Uh, I think we only get paid if you like get into the payment portion of that free trial. I don't know how that works exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, get you know, use the free trial, stay on board for at least a month. You know, it's four ninety nine. If you don't like it, you know what I mean. Uh, you can cancel it, but uh, well, I would prefer if you. If, I would prefer if you uh, kept the subscription, like your you know Shutter subscription that you probably have, and forget to watch for six months at a time. Uh, Speaking of yourself, there, Mr. Everybody. Thorne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's me. Well, to a T. let's go here. I mean, I know this has been announced at least to the Patreon. I was pretty sure it was on Facebook. I mean, talking about keeping that keeping that subscription for more than a month. Coming up next month in December, the Bad Boy returns. the The graphic that was put out, this man's shoving skewers through his damn face. That's that's worth sticking around for December to maybe check out Fight TV Plus uh, through December. I, I would think you got Joey Janela coming back next month. That's that's plenty of the reason to keep your subscription for more than this trial period, right? Right, and we're <coughs> we're at the Odeon next month, last show of the year. Um, hope hopefully you know we're going to end it with a packed house. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know we, we are going to. I don't know. I'm just I, I'm really excited to close out with two really hopefully big big shows. Uh, we want to we want to definitely you know fill the seats and you know uh, get that aiw atmosphere uh you know fully captured for you know not only fight tv but the performers uh i think aiw is always you know regardless of what i think can improve or be better in the in-ring i think you know the atmosphere is really what makes the company um and uh you know i think we have some of you know the wildest loudest you know most interactive fan bases uh, and all of independent wrestling and you know that's what i'm most looking forward to i would love to see a big loud crowd on friday and as well you know uh, the odeon just has such a special feel to it <laughs> i would love uh to close out the year you know strong well let's do it folks we had a hell of a 2022 run we had a great summer let's let's finish out the year strong let's get to hell on earth if you can't get to hell on earth fight tv plus and and then next month at the Odeon, let's fill the Odeon and end this year with a bang. John, I'll see you next Friday. Excuse me, this Friday. I'll see you in three this days. Friday. <laughs> this Friday, three days from I don't now. Think I'll, I don't think I'll see you next Friday. Yeah, this right. Friday. <laughs> All right, everyone else, we'll see you there this Friday, Black Friday, Hell on Earth 17 at Eastlake Force Sports. We'll see you guys there. Full bar. Full bar. Oh, I'm taking advantage after the show, that's for sure. Yeah, because there's a wellness policy there. <laughs> Steve Guy got too drunk at Russell Raider. <laughs> now there's wellness policy for the whole company. <laughs> See ya. He's going to yell at me for that. <laughs>